also exist to sell men friendship. No, yes. <laughs> he shakes his head. <laughs> you want to get real about it? It's to distract us. It's all, that That's is, literally why yeah. Gladiator Games existed. Yeah. Hey, while we do all of these fucking shady things, let's keep the people, people entertained. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the Gladiator Games people would literally fucking die. Right. People were entertained but also, by it that. Kept the people entertained. Exactly. That was why they created them. Because like they're like, yeah, we're ruling with an iron fist and like doing some shitty stuff. But like, everyone look over here. <laughs> Two guys fighting to the death. Are you not entertained? Like, that's literally it. You know? Do you think they? I don't. Do you think they sold like mead or whatever at those gladiator whatever, games too? Do, keep the people happy. Because right? if, I don't know if they sold it. They probably had it, handed it out. Maybe you, who know? You for know, like I mean, a like, higher level than the peasants. But yeah, if if your theory of sports is just there to sell you beer, which is a great great theory. You know, one, going one back to Alan the gladiator, Moore, one of the greats. <laughs> Do they just? They probably had wine for sure. I mean, absolutely. Totally. At least I don't know how. What was was it a barter system? I mean, again, we're talking. You know, what's funny in our in my head anyway. I don't know what, what your brain's picturing. I'm just literally picturing, uh, you know, horse drawn things, <laughs> uh, stone coliseum like structure. Yet that's a thousand different cultures at different times. But I'm just like, you know, back then. And just assuming everyone is picturing what I'm picturing. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm picturing Joaquin Phoenix getting blasted on. That's literally what I'm picturing. Like Yellowtail. But we also also learned that like those are the movies are the the reason that we picture these things. And then you find out like actually it was much more modern or less. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like there's this. I saw a thing, of course, like a meme or something. But it's like. It's always memes. It, it was a a uh, way to sip a sip a coffee in between a. That was get, such a that was such a such a lovely you dude. That was such a lovely little sip. That was if so anyone so can't quaint. Picture it, I have two <laughs> hands on the cup. I need a beanie and like a little quote. And oh, by the way, yes, uh, this is how it always starts, where we just have the conversation that we were having off mic, and then I go, "Oh fuck, wait, I have to intro the guest." Uh, yeah, it's fine. Alan Moreau, a fantastic comedian from Rhode Island. He's a a great guy, great basketball mind as well. So we're gonna get into all that. Uh, real quick, what did you have me make for you? Okay, so you did a ham and cheese omelet, uh, bacon, extra crispy. And an English muffin on the side, and you took us some tomato, and we did a slice of tomato, and then we would take pieces of the omelet, put it on the sandwich with the bacon. So it's a deconstructed ham, egg, and cheese sandwich with bacon on. Like, right. It's a good. It's a good sandwich order for sure. It's a nice combo, right? But and I think it's it's different than just doing egg and ham on a sandwich. It's not the same, you know, than if just like egg and ham with some bacon. So you would take, so chunk of the omelet on the the muffin. Put it on the muffin. Slice of tomato. With some of the tomato. Bacon. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it's at this point, it's an open-faced sandwich. Can't beat that with a stick. See, now, now I get why you did the extra crispy, too, because... You needed it. When you go... See, I don't... You gotta yeah. bite through. I normally, when I get bacon, it's just a side dish. It's not on anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why I'm okay with the softness of the bacon because then you sense. can shoot, you know, it's fine. A sandwich, though, you need to get through the bacon. I always found it fascinating when someone would have a bagel 
with like egg and cheese on it because it's like the tooth one is too soft. So you're trying to bite through this this bagel, and yet you're smushing the the egg. So this does that where you get right through the bacon. It crumbles and then it's yeah that was definitely a crumbly but which is it it all kind of broke down immediately and you were not working hard because as we were talking you know asking if you ate the fat ever um the other night i tried african food for the first time i got goat okay. and popped you know was looking at a dark restaurant i just popped the first piece of yep. thing off the bone that i saw and I guess goat has a fat cap on it. Okay. So I had just ripped the fat cap off and popped the entire thing in my mouth thinking it was beef, like actual Pure goat fat. meat. All fat. Nothing. I chewed for, this is not an exaggeration, six minutes. Oh, wow. Trying to break that down. And about, th- it took me three minutes halfway through being like, I don't think this is meat. Like I was the idiot that I could have spit it out. No problem there. But instead I was like, no, we're going to get through this. Pride. Because it also, it wasn't bad. I don't hate, I know it's gross, but like, give me the grizzle. I'll eat the yeah. grizzle. I don't care. It's an experience. Is goat similar to <laughs> lamb? Yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was, hmm. I find lamb boring. What do you, What about you? I love lamb. So Maybe it's the way it's a fat. Well, I was going to say, <clears throat> Jesus, is it fancy lamb you like where you go to a nice restaurant? It's like rosemary uh, rack lamb yeah, roasted. Yeah, lamb, lamb chops. Lamb See, for know. me, if I'm going to do lamb, like lamb shawarma, it's oh. got to be like a shaved, you know, on on a pita, you know, in, in the wrap or something. I enjoy lamb, but I just think that there's other more interesting meats out there. Huh. As far as the taste, it was kind of like beef. It was it was maybe a little heartier, if that makes sense. It's red meat, or is it gray? Interesting question. I didn't know that you could. I'm in my mind the only gray meat was overcooked meat. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I just... oh. <laughs> so it was it was a cool experience. Uh, you know, I, I did, goat didn't catapult into like my five favorite meats or whatever but whoa it, diamonds kalea clay got a top five meat i mean i mean spit it dog burnt burnt i mean off the top we're gonna go ribs right away as as Boom, number ribs. one ribs beef ribs yeah beef, rib, beef, beef ribs. ribs uh number two we will do a we'll do a, a porterhouse steak okay uh number three see those first two are you know obviously Mm, I'm going to flex the rules here and ask you a question, Mr. Moreau. Do you count the meatball? It's a form of meat. It is a form of meat. Yes. I'll let it fly. Okay. Then I'm going to put, I'm going to put the meatball in there at three. I hope you're also coming up with a top five for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Now. Are you looking at my video games also? I was trying to chew away from the mic because I felt oh. like my bacon was crispy. <laughs> And I was like, in my head, maybe this is louder than I think. So oh, like, no, don't worry. It, it, that, is, that is part of this podcast, man. It is, do you, when you go out to dinner with a friend, you, you hear them chew. True. So, you know, whatever. Who cares? No, I don't. I'm so focused. <laughs> I'm <laughs> disgusting. Do you see how fast I ate, by the way? You that had, was nothing. You had a game this morning, bro. You they did yeah, but, but I eat very fast. Well, you got, you got places like to be. There's some people that have seen me eat. It's, uh, I've, I've put away... When I go to like a diner or something, I'll get a sweet, a savory, like a sweet 
plate, a savory Ooh. plate, and then like multiple things for the table. Dude, like I had pancakes I, for the table. You know, I actually have heard that you have, uh, you 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 could be a competitive eater. I do my thing. Uh, Laura's averse. I was just gonna say Laura's the homie, and when we go out to eat, we like. We like it's not even a bit, but like other people are like, oh, what are you doing? And me and Laura are like, we got this, and like we just, it's like you know, it, people just, oh, I think I might. We just like get it. Yeah. We just cut them off. Like get whatever the thing you thought about, get that, and and also, <laughs> we're gonna get this for the table. You know, just kind of like yeah, like oh, they got a grilled cinnamon, but you're right, five for the table. Five it's family style. We just do that. Yeah. And like we eat till we're uncomfortable, and then uh, and then it's a nice race. Like who can get home before poop in their pants. And, uh, you know, I've lost. You win, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. You know, she had her surgery. So she's a little sensitive with her stomach depending, you know. And I got the just about, you know, anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour if I'm going. If you're going from Boston back back to Rhode Island. I'm just picturing like South Street Diner. It's like, all right, let's do it. First the one that I went to because she told me that you guys went to South Street semi-recently or whatever. Oh, we kill it. What's the, so the, have you ever done like. Who cares? Especially at a diner where the menu is so wide. Yep. Actually, first first part of question: Have you ever gotten lobster at a diner? It seems funny like you said you that. Would be the- at this diner, your boy got uh, the lobster Benedict before, just because I was like, "Fuck it." Okay, so it was it was covered in other stuff. Yeah, you, you didn't say like go lobster. into that tank you and pull me get lobster. I wouldn't recommend getting lobster at a diner no, unless it's not. like a place known, you know, it, it, let's say it's a brunch spot and it's like, yeah, they, their lobsters are just flying. It's a thing. It's, uh, otherwise, right, it's quite the risk. Because I was going to say what diner is known for their lobster. But yeah. then when you say brunch spot, that makes me. OK, that would that r- makes right? that Kinda makes like, me a little. More, yeah, I, I would. But be, again, it wouldn't be just lobster. It would be. Oh, so I see what you're saying. Have you ever, no, like, yeah, I'm not gonna get twin lobster at, at a diner. That'd right. So yeah, that was that was the. Have you ever done like twin lobster? And then leading into the second, what's the weirdest combo that you've done back? Like, have just again using lobster as the example. Have you done like, please let me have uh, the twin lobster and a vanilla milkshake? Hmm. Um. Well, I I'm a big fan of, of like you know getting pancakes no matter what. Mm. So, you know, I've gotten, this isn't that crazy, but you know, let's say like, uh, you know, just like a cheeseburger or something, but then you get like a blueberry pancake as well. I don't think that's crazy to you because you've done it so many times at this point. I think people who just heard that might be like, no, that's a little crazy. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. But that's, that's exactly, have you ever, okay. Now new question. You ever gotten two pancakes as the bun to your burger? Uh, what I have done is it was um a cinnamon bun Ooh. so picture a cinnamon bun sliced in half <laughs> with a burger so so it was burger egg no no burger with like cheese and bacon yeah yeah in between a cinnamon bun and the thing is cinnamon bun was so like delicate that like at one point, your fingers are just like holding the burger. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's it, just, it, you're just holding the ground. It doesn't beef, even because yeah. again, it's it's hot. They put the hot burger on it, so like a cinnamon bun isn't you probably used to that. You know, <laughs> cinnamon bun isn't used. Yeah, you know, the cinnamon bun isn't used to that. So <laughs> at one point, you're just you're just pretty much holding a burger, and there's some cinnamon bun melting to your fingers. Yeah, how, yeah. How, how was that? 
It was delicious. So, I wanted. Okay. I, I I ran it back. I got another one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Sweet and savory, maybe. Maybe that kind of vibe. Your boy loves the sweet and savory combos. So it seems like you've got an iron stomach. I'm still thinking of my last two meats to round out the top. You know, it's also, funny. But... Yeah, iron stomach. My, I remember. So, you know, I don't know what your childhood was like as far as milk drinking. Mm. I would now not drink milk and it would be weird. This is a classic. But yeah. I grew up. We had a gallon of milk in the fridge. Mm-hmm. You know, I had I had two parents and two sisters so five in the family. Pretty much about a gallon a day. Maybe maybe a gallon into the next morning, and then need a new one. Like wow! So you guys, so we just drink. You know, we just got, got milk. Of milk. So big, I would, big I would, milk had would, a stranglehold. Absolutely, I would come in from like basketball, you know, playing outside yeah. or whatever. I would chug a glass <laughs> of milk to like quench my thirst. That was totally normal. I would come in, chug a glass of milk, standing in front of the fridge, then pour another one to walk <laughs> into the living room. That was normal to me, though. Right now, it sounds... I couldn't even wrap my head around that. Oh, yeah, because then 30 minutes later, as a kid, you're like, why does my stomach hurt? But I remember my dad being like, well, I got a pretty strong stomach. Because one time, I chugged a milk and then immediately poured a giant glass of cranberry juice oh. and then chugged that. And he's like, kind of commented. I didn't really think of it. And I'm like, yeah, I do this. Oh. And he's like, yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, it's a tough... That's and a- I was like, oh... I don't know. I'm thirsty. I remember playing ba- uh, during fall ball for baseball. League. Yep. You know, it was cold, so they had a hot they, like on our bench. Some mom made a hot chocolate okay. container, uh, and I had also had lemon lime Gatorade. Okay. So just being the weird kid, I was like, "Let's combine these two and see what happens." And I yacked. So you not interesting. You not yakking off the cranberry and and milk is again testament to the iron stomach. Of Here's Alan the thing. Rupp. I guess iron stomach, but also I have gone through it where i will sit there and if, if something's a little i don't know too like pineapple pineapple could upset mm. your stomach i don't know if you knew that because it's, it's it's acidic i've had like a few pieces of raw pineapple and then all of a sudden be like <clears throat> all right i think i'm gonna puke and i just and i just puke okay so maybe some intolerance to the pineapple itself so you're like achilles you yeah, i don't know yeah you're, you're a great greek warrior except right. there's just just one i got one weakness. little lane one little weakness so two sisters you plus two parents yep. dr- chugging milk chugging milk is that also why you think you ate so quickly was there was there enough to go around where you're like i gotta get this down quick so because I'm, it's luck- mine I'm lucky and then i need the i'm more. lucky I'm lucky there was always enough food to go around. I will say my dad was like one of those. It's so funny. Me and my buddy were talking about this. You know, dads would just like have a saying and they'll just stick by it where it like doesn't make sense. It's just like, oh, yeah, or like whatever to fit their agenda. Like I was the type like I've always had issues getting out of bed, you know, Mm -hmm. super hot, you know, ADHD, depression, all that. And my dad, no matter what, be like, ah, it's because you're up too late. It's just like, oh, okay. So like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, but it's like my entire childhood yeah. couldn't get out of bed for school. Like it's just, it's like, okay, it's been like two decades. <laughs> so like, it's who I am. It's not like, well, probably because last night it's like, okay, maybe, but that's not the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. I could go to bed at 9 p.m. and still want to roll over and sleep. Of so, so he would be the type where like, he thinks I'm going to spoil my dinner. Mm. Dude, I could eat two bowls of cereal. <laughs> And then sit down and eat a full, you know, chicken and corn and that, and then have seconds. But there was a few times, because my dad was the cook, not my mom. 
And I remember oh, okay. if I was going to eat food before dinner, yeah. even an hour before, I would have to sneak it because he would lose wow. his shit. See, so that because he, God forbid, I sit there and I'm like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. Which, by the way, not didn't happen one time ever. <laughs> but I remember to prove a point, I one time like. We finally got into where, where, you know, it got, you know, I was a little afraid of my dad. Uh, it's just the way it was, you yeah. know, growing up. He's like flipped out because I was going for the cereal. He's like, I know you're not about to eat. And I'm just like, dad, please just, I'm going to eat this bowl of cereal. And then at dinner, I will eat everything that you put in front of me and I'll go back. for And like I did that and then dinner ended and like I would always have cereal for dessert. Like that was just dude. We didn't do desserts growing up, by the way. Some people do. We didn't. Some people are like, oh, and what's for dessert? We never did that. But then, done with dinner. Within twenty minutes, I get a bowl of cereal, whether it's Raisin Bran or Cocoa Pebble. Like cereal is my nighttime thing. Cereal at night hits yes. so hard. Yes. And that's got to be an interesting relationship with food. Then I mean, if you're you, kid, you're gr- literally the phrase. He's a growing boy. Mm-hmm. Is as tossed out as commonly as boys will be boys, which right. is a garbage one. Which is trash. Yes. The other one, though, that one makes like kids gotta eat. Yeah. Regardless of regardless of gender, sex, whatever. Happy June. Regardless of however they, the kids gotta eat. You know what's funny is we know now cereal isn't even like food. It's air. <laughs> it's it so is, bad. It, it, it yeah. is a cupcake basically. It's sugary air. Yeah. It's not yeah. 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 So um, that's crazy though, that because I feel like. We've had we've had a couple other guests come by and say that you know they've had interesting relationships with food based on how their parents mm-hmm. dole it out, and that's unfortunate. That as a kid you can't supply your own food; you have to have it doled out like you are a little tiny yes. fucking Oliver Twist. Yep. And I did have there was a uh, another not immediate family member that I remember ha- struggled you know with 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 uh maybe their relationship with food and it was because the way they grew up it well if i don't eat it now i might not have it you, you know things mm. like that where you, yeah. you hoard food or you know you you your body is holding on to it because right. it doesn't know when it's going to get a neck things like that will happen um we went on vacation once so I, we were we we're big eaters like it's just my mom's not, but my my dad's side of the family is, and the kids are, you know, or That's I took so it from him. I don't know. Then, then if your dad's side are big eaters, then you before dinner being like, can I have? Well, that's just again back to just my dad was stuck in whatever way it was, and that's therefore he's just like wow, you know. Sure. It was probably just more of an anxiety thing. Sure. Yeah, and that because he knew how you know what it was. He knew how livid he would be if I sat there in a half hour being like, I don't want to eat it. Can't you just eat it later then, though? You're being too reasonable. Listen, <laughs> you know how boomers are raised? They yeah. they thought that just work hard and you'll get ahead. Like, yeah. which we now know is like kind of maybe true. Like, but still not at all. I need, like, it a, doesn't I need like, a job. Just, we'll just go in somewhere and ask well, for you're a not, job. You're not working hard enough. It's like you yeah. bought a three bed, two bath house <laughs> off of like a salary. You know, whatever. <laughs> anyway. So you're on vacation. So, yeah. So, and I... It was like, you know, when you're like a teenager, sometimes you like bring a friend. Yeah. So oh, like I was like a sophomore in high school. So my buddy Such good Jay came with us and uh, and my sister had a friend. Then my oldest sister like met us there. She was yeah. like, and you know, maybe her boyfriend came or whatever. And the way we went out to eat and like ordered food, my friend had never eaten like this. Like he uh, he was saying like, he's like, dude, I because I was like a pretty strong kid. I was yeah, na- yeah. He was a. 
bas- on the basketball team too. He's like, dude, yes, it's genetics, but he's like, I can see why you're so much stronger than me. Because, dude, we went to eat. Like, we got lobster and... It was just like an awesome night. And then it was like, hey, let's get ice cream. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, dude, I think I'm going to throw up. Like, he's like, my body is like, he's like, I felt like I got shot you with a dart. Have, but I'm you like, just have the actual calorie output. But that's how I am. Like, dude, no matter how full I am, you know, you go, oh, oh dude, ice cream. How sick yeah. would that be? You know, and, and then you get it. And yeah. he's just like, he's like, dude, I can't if I wanted to. And I'm yeah. like, no, 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 just, just get some ice cream. And he's like forcing it. Were you ever a big kid? Did you ever, I mean, if you're talking about no, eating whatever you I was want. underweight. Or, you, know, you know what I was? I was the correct weight, mm. if that makes sense. Good and, and for you. One, that, that makes plenty of sense because as someone who's underweight and gets a lot of comments on it. <laughs> so I, at one point, I remember sitting in the doctor's office. I remember like tearing up because you know, he said, you're underweight. But really, I wasn't. It was according to a chart. Mm, the meaning charts, like yeah. you're comparing me to... And again, this is the 90s. You're comparing me to general population, which is now leaning obese. Yeah. Mind you, I ate like everything and I was just so active. Dude, like I'd never sat still. So like I'm playing sports. I come from baseball practice, cook off my cleats, not even take my like baseball pants off. Chug some milk, chug some some cranberry juice, put on some sneakers, go in the driveway, play basketball till it was dark out. And even then, you know, still playing. Those real, real quick pause. Those were the fucking days. Absolutely. Continue. Yeah. Go play. And then, oh, it's a Friday night. And then go play Manhunt across the street with oh. like till, you know, midnight or whatever. Bruh, the ch- you just hit the cherry on top. Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah. I still have a scar on my knee from a Manhunt oh, yeah. game. Tripped over some rusty cage. Thought I needed a tetanus shot. My, Good times. Dude, great. Nate. We had a, a guy lived on a main street, which was like not. You know, you couldn't just stand in the street. You'd get hit by a car. I mean, it was Main Street. Yeah. But we had side streets going off of it. So we had some fr- people in the neighborhood um, similar, you know, within a five-year age range. Some, like, teenagers. Some, like, nine years old. And then everything in between. So, you know, kids age out. But then you get a new crop of younger siblings that have kind of been waiting to get in the game. Chills, dude. So, like, my little sister, she was nasty. So my Both my sisters ran college track. They were for now. And Ath- we, I always joke. Athletes. okay. You know, and, and I... Think you the you know me milk. and a lot of people know me. I'm a silly goose at times, but I really am advocate for like female sports because yes, yeah. no, they we, get so we've much. we've talked WNBA it's before. Legit, exactly, like yeah. And I joke because like everyone that I coach back home, this and that, like yo, Coach Allen's still nasty, you know, playing ball. And I'm like, yeah. the best part is out of the three siblings, I'm the least decorated athlete. No one would know it because you know i'm more in the light or whatever yeah. you know they they just know me yeah you know but like my sister's names are in the high school hallways like no way twice as much records, as me yeah. for just like you know track and yeah, field hockey yeah. like state champ all that shit Jesus. so my little sister was nasty at manhunt and i remember she had the la lights remember the sneakers oh yeah, so she would hide yeah, but yeah. she'd have to hide with her hands over her shoes and i'd be like don't you move don't you fucking don't you blow our spot you know what i mean like i'll and this is where you know you're borderline abusive like i'll fucking hit you you know what i mean like like i will i will slap you if you, if you give up our hiding spot yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, but she was, you. Don't she was nasty you know she was the type where you know some kids just like all right this is my hiding spot she's the type where like i'll just stand behind this tree for now and throughout the evening just sl- you just move around and just you're just like moving that and was you're the watching best. the person who's it Mm-hmm. And, and you're just you're, dude, f- we, you're all dude remember like would she put would she do the move where whoever's it whatever like they just tr- they track you, one person yes they they turn the heels and like 
this person is looking them. for exact and you just trail them and like dude we, as kids we practiced stalking yeah oh my god here's the thing you remember getting that feeling when like you are getting chills because you're like i know what i'm doing someone's probably watching me too me because you know you know when it's like you know it's a team of six against six six on six so yeah technically if if you know like i'm watching this person's at and then you're like you're looking this way someone's looking at you someone's exactly and you get that chill of kind of like this is oh, what it's like to be a killer this like is this great. is what it's yeah. like though like oh. someone could kill me or you know it's it's the most dangerous game yeah like that kids get to play and then there's also that element of at any point an adult would absolutely be in the right to be like get the fuck out of my yard like <laughs> you're literally because <laughs> that's the thing is uh, we really are innocent we really are playing a game and it truly is for fun doesn't change the fact that for, for an hour and a half, I was in your bushes, not even in your front yard, in your backyard. Under your porch. In in private property, under your porch. You, you, for all I know, who knows what's going on inside your house. Again, you're talking adults without kids uh, at 11 p.m. on a Friday. I probably was around stuff I shouldn't have been around. But you're just like, nah, dude, I'm just trying to hide from, the, from it. Yeah, it's like... You know, people. Nah, dude. See, so my crazy. sister's over there. I'm over here, and then when we see someone on the other team, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna flank them from both sides. Mm-hmm. So you go back to fucking your wife. That's yeah. cool. I'm not yeah. even watching. Yeah, you do you, man. Yeah, I yeah, I smell a skunk too. It's like we, you know, I like, <laughs> you know, it's just. And you know what else was cool about it was the innocence, dude? Yeah. How about this? You're in someone's backyard. Like not in an area where people go, depending on the size of the yard, and you're finding like a bunch of cigarette butts. And you're like, mm. oh, this is the secret spot where this parent smokes cigarettes and hiding it from their kids, or something. Or like, this is where you yeah. find out that your neighbor's mom still smokes, or something like that. You know what I mean? Because like the neighborhood secrets, literally. Or like you find you come upon some some Bud Light. I remember like breaking my heart. Catch like knowing that like a teenager in the neighborhood like drinks or something. I remember like finding out like oh so and so drank a beer last week. <laughs> Is everyone at a not pro- sober like, for these manhunt games? Well, I thought I just I, or just like in general like oh yeah. they aged out of manhunt. What do they do now? Like they're into drugs. It's like that's not really what it is, but. To me, it's like, oh, they turned into a bad kid. That's what right, happened. Right, yeah. Because they stopped playing Manhunt. They're a bad person now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Manhunt, as we said, you practice being a killer. Right, right. They're probably, what, yeah. What was cool about Manhunt and also I think uh, bicycles are the same kind of thing for kids is that it gives you structured freedom. Yeah. Because you could just be like, hey, I'm going to go ride my bike. At least, you know, where I grew up, my parents would be like, all right, cool. See, I mean – like, I don't know, when you were playing man. like, what was your check-in rules? So, it really, we just had, like, boundaries. Mm, see, okay. And even we then, had, obviously, the good well. the good manhunt people would cheat. And where we, we hop yeah. off over a fence and end up on the other side street, walk around, hop back into the, 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 the side street that you are playing on, but, like, totally you were out of bounds for like 100 yards the old and then fish out of water tactic lit, when you're yes fish out of water back in you get caught fish out of water you know that's it it's yeah. just like hey you're t- someone was on the other street yeah. like you can't do that um but we would normally just go and then when it was time to switch or whatever you know we'd have a goo yeah 
you know, you have a jail. Yep, yep, yep. Not a goo. You'd have a jail. I'm sorry. I like goo, though. That's fun. Goo is I knew, cool. It was, I knew immediately what you meant. I was like, jail. Goo. We New York kids call it jail. And you wanted to be able to, you had to be able to see them both from the same yep. spot. Like, let's mm -hmm. say one's across, like two, one's on one two, porch, two, one's two, on yep, another. Because you get jailbreak. Um, but I do remember getting that anxiety of like, oh my God, no goo. Like, so if I, if I just run, I, I might just be running forever. Yeah. <laughs> Like and and then it's just you and that's why that's kind of like a fight like who's gonna die first like I'll do, are you gonna die for this yeah it's literally whose lungs will give out because that's what it you just stop like all right fine you got me because literally both, it yeah. is like uh, dude the amount uh, fuck it I'm done my lungs hurt yeah I'm out see ya I'll um, go I'll go <laughs> so we would then do it where you agree like all right last round or you, you have it, every once in a while you have it where like we literally can't find Danny yeah and, and then, then it turns into shout. a neighborhood mission where it's like all right. Now we're not kidding. Like, sh game's really over. This isn't like a bit. Like, this isn't. isn't a, a we wouldn't use like, the word bit, but it was like because yeah, like, sometimes it's like, oh, they're doing. They're they're lying. They're trying to they're coax trying me to, out. But it's yeah, like exactly. no, it's it's me. Someone's like you're, you're saying first and last name. Yeah, you're exactly. saying yo, using middle names. Yo, PJ's mom is mad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. It's time to, to come out right now. Yeah. And even then, there's still a part of you thought it was kind of cool. Like, oh, dude, they're really not coming out because you know. Then even they're like, oh. What if they think I'm really missing? <laughs> and, and if you're the you kid, you're like, yeah. this hiding spot rips. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And then yeah. When, when that happened and then that kid came out and everyone was like, where, where were, were you? you? Where were you? The and that kid's reveal. like, I'm not telling. Yes. I'm going to use that spot again in the future. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it seems like pretty safe neighborhood for all, like pretty similar. We'd get home, go out immediately. And then my the rule was once we heard there was a firehouse nearby okay. that at five o'clock would sound the horn. Okay. So my mom would say, when you hear five a cookie, just come home, check in, see what you know, like what time dinner is gonna be, okay. whatever. And then we would just run back out the front door. Okay, cool. And go from there. You know, we we literally just had to be like, hey, I'm alive. Bye. You may, I might not be in two hours, but <laughs> I am right now. They had to know where you were. Right. And that's really what Not my, even where I was, because again, it's that bike, it's the manhunt, it's the- Where you were last. Right. Just like, hey, I'm still around in the neighborhood, you know, I'm breathing. So my mom, we do this currently, where she's like, Alan, you know, it, you got to get used to, like, she's like, you were just in New York? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was in New York. She's like- can you tell us? She's like, not like because we're, but just so that way. And she said it. She's like, so when the cops ask, I can say, well, I know he went to New York. And I'm like, that's actually a good point. Because, I mean, think about the time you're just like, oh, yeah, I just did a couple shows in Dude. Vermont and I came back. She's like. And you don't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Or yeah. a friend. Well, a couple of my friends probably knew it's right. like because it was, you know, on my Instagram. But like, right, exactly. I never told my mom like, yeah, I'm gone for two days. Right. It's just yeah. she's like, yeah, dude, that'd be helpful. Yeah. So because it, it doesn't look good when the police are like, you know, where was your son seen last? You're like, I don't know his house. And they're like, well, he was in Vermont. Yeah, she's exactly. Like, well, I believe that. I was literally but, yeah, saying, I like, know. we found your son's car flipped over in Vermont. Yeah. And your mom's like. He was in Vermont. Like, that's the first thing. He's like, wait, what the fuck? And now, she's, and now his car's flipped over? Wait, right, hold on. Right. I'm learning so many things So it's right like now. that where at least they can be like, well, they were playing capture the flag at the park. That's literally, yeah, that's exactly So, it. And that was at, you know, at, you know, as late as 8 p.m. maybe. Yeah. And then now at least you can retrace. Did you ever get into any, like, cops came by the house once because we were on private property and somebody got pissed about it and called the cops. Yeah, so occasionally just... People running through people's yards, you know, yeah. every once in a while there would be the house where like 
you just know, well, we are not supposed to run through that yard. You still do, but it's more like, hey, you actually can't get caught. And also it's off limits, which just means don't get caught going. Don't get caught going. But also there was a reason for it because like that person is scary or like, and no, knowing now what I know, we absolutely had a uh, child molester uh, on one of the, one of the houses was a literal convicted and proven um, offender. Our neighborhood weird guy, uh, just looked like one if mm-hmm. that meant he had jean yeah. shorts that he cut wore like up to his thigh and tank tops and he was i'm waiting for the issue <laughs> that was that was our old right. weird guy who would watch us and get angry when we played near his house right well we we had a child molester and i remember my mom was was, was good with telling me stuff with like some tact but I remember, she did just straight up one time be like such and such like do not ever go inside there don't use it like he it he's xyz you know uh and i do remember other kids literally i I remember i remember a couple (laughs) kids like being like him like yeah come in and this and that and just being like yeah it doesn't seem okay i'm not going to but so was he like actively wanted by no it was more like yep he's done this you know well dude think about live, that's the, the whole one, point the of a registered sex amongst us yeah you're supposed to, so literally they have to tell you right so yeah. that's probably why my parents knew or someone else told them like hey right. so and so this and that okay so well, okay and but again you still you still talk to people in the neighborhood and this and that but this was like one of those like yeah it's not gonna be crazy if that guy's like hey want to see a thing in the ba-? like you, you know or, or how about this Don't go and give it how about this being nice to you I'm a nine-year-old kid. They're like, hey, you want some Gatorades? Yeah. Think about it. You're going to say no? Oh, Gatorade. You know, yeah, that is grooming by definition. Yeah. But it's also like, well, mom, he just gave us Gatorades. And literally that was it. Meaning actually like, all right, go on yeah. about your day. But, but now then, in, the, as, in a, your, as your kid, oh, that's the that's the that, nice guy who gave yeah. us Gatorades. Everyone says he's and, mean. And now the next time, right. And now the next time, hey, you guys want some Gatorades? Yeah, dude. Awesome. Dude, he gives us Gatorades. Now there's something in the Gatorade. <laughs> no, and, that, and that's the thing. It's not even basement. that. It's not it even that. It touches your pristine boy body. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, no. Now five, ten kids could be like, yeah, no, he's a nice dude who gives us Gatorades. And then, you know, you find the, the one kid that you can be like, oh, do you want to, you know, you build trust, you know. Dude, the pedophiles weak, know what the like, fuck yeah. they're doing. I worked on a boys' uh, unit at a group home that was were all they had been, you know, things that been happened molested, to them. Yeah, and uh, and you learn so much, like with training, is that you you learn grooming and this and that. Like, yeah. they're gonna select they know what they're doing more spooky tactics that alan moreau has learned throughout his life manhunt working amongst the pedophiles (laughs) truly uh and then you can actually see it in the kids well i was gonna say so let's say we're fishing you know we're fishing big part of our thing was fishing you know we uh boundaries when you're fishing yeah so we'd have a bunch of you know or like three of the kids they're fishing it's good to work on your boundaries when you're fishing because, oh, you can't physically be near each other because, you know, you might get caught in the line. True. So we're practicing good oh, boundaries. Nice. But also now you get a kid like, hey, Deb, hey, uh, uh, hey, dude, do you want to, uh, you want to, you want to borrow my lure? You know, this and that. But now with my counselor position, I have to actually look at everything through the scope of, is this child grooming this child? 
Or wow. is he actually just being like, dude, check out my lure. You can use this one. Yeah. Is he like trying to make a friend gotta, or is he using you, the tactics? You have to. And it really opens your eyes. So I'm so vigilant with that stuff. Like, will, it's so funny that shit I see. And it, it, you know what's so funny is like you can even see it with like just like <laughs> comics. Oh, <of> <laughs> like I just wanted to be like, it's so funny how like there could be a hundred comics that be like, dude, I love your energy and this and that. And then there's like three or four comics that in my head, I'm like, it's crazy that this comic, I act different around just those three comics. And it's like, because I recognize they are, they're not genuine. So yeah. like they've never seen like the Alan that you like or that like, and this sounds like narcissistic, but I, you know, like, oh, Alan Morrow is energy. You know, he's a cool. You're no, not. No, you're never going to be like, yeah, Alan Morrow, weird dude. It's a. It's where a I know that, that I I, that. I dim my light around a couple, two, three comics, yeah. and it's because I see right fucking through them. Yeah, wolf in sheep's clothing, dude. And it's just like so funny that it's like, I think they know that I know, but <laughs> other people don't know that they know that I. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know you know what I'm it's saying, the dude. Same thing is that is that like I'm looking at you. Someone's looking at me and man, let's everyone. Dude, and it's literally yeah. like, dude, you can, and I, cause you know, let's say the first few years of doing stand up, this is a good example. I did do the whole like, oh, check out Danny's podcast. It, it, it's real cool. Happy for him. This and that. And it might not be genuine, but I yeah. knew that was the game Yeah. where now it's like, yeah, dude, check, check out Danny's podcast. Yeah. It's great. That's my boy. And I know, you know, that it could literally look the same in a post. But it's the intention behind it. You know what I mean? So like, absolutely. Yeah. And and again, it does get a little nauseating where you're like, who's that real? Was that fake? It's like, guys, some, can someone just be nice? Like, it's not that crazy. That is a big, but earlier on, I'm sure you, you were like me where like you first be like, that's not genuine or that's not. And and that's where it's just like, well, well, I got accused of that a lot too. Just throughout my whole life, not even just with comedy of like, cause I am, we have similar energies, nice boys, high energy, where blue people, eyes, blue, handsome, of course, you know, where people would Shucks. just be like, this is your, like, this what's is your angle? Real. Exactly. You're not, what's, what's, what's happening here? And the thing is, is I am, I'm, I'm a dick, but it's funny. Or, you know what I mean? Like, meaning like, I'm also not overly saccharine. Yeah. But the right. real people that really know me, they'd be like, you know, no, Alan is rooting or, or uh there's a difference between being nice and being kind mm. and i can be a dick but i'm kind mm, meaning i i'm gonna protect you, you know yeah. like put it like this like you know uh you can be nice to somebody but it's not a true you wouldn't do it again or it's being not nice extended. is holding yeah. the door open for someone and calling them a racial slur <laughs> it was nice of you to hold the door open where kind is Maybe uh, making fun of someone, but also having their best interest at heart. Yeah, if they come to you with a problem. Well, I'm just saying, meaning you can still make, yeah. you can still bust balls. Yeah, stuff. exactly. That's... I, so you know, I, I think of this. This sounds so like there's got to be people rolling their eyes if they're listening, but I, I know it makes sense. So let me cut to the chase. All right, so let's say I have a a good friend who's drinking and smoking a lot. You know, just like as people do. You know, yeah. which is cool. And I, you know, I don't drink anymore. You know, I haven't drank in like six years. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, for my own reasons. And their homies are all drinking and smoking and they're quote unquote friends. And they are, they're friends, you know. And I got to go like, hey man, do you think in your heart of hearts that they want you to stop smoking and drinking? Or do you think they really enjoy when you smoke and drink with them? Yeah. Where like, I'm just like you and I, let's say... Not saying growing apart, but it's like, yo, like, I know you're going to be better off when you're not smoking, drinking. 
So just be careful with the dude who's like always down to smoke. Because guess what? As much as he, he loves you, like as a person, he also really loves that you always smoke with him. Sure. Does that make sense? It does. That, uh, and as someone who likes to smoke alone with nobody else and then go that's, do that things. That was my thing too. Perfect. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, um, no, no. But do you know what I'm saying? With I like do, the, yeah. Because people, yeah, I mean, you have to. I'm talking at, about someone who has a problem. I agree. So more, more. I think I mostly agree with you have to look for what if people are holding you back. And that's a hard conversation right. to have. Let's say you're in a group of three friends and you're all, you know, good friends. No, no, you know. Yeah, yeah like you're, yeah. you're friends. You're boys, and, yeah. you know, you stop drinking. The other two are still drinking. One of the friends clearly is holding the other back. That's the tough conversation where it's like, yeah. hey, the actions here are actively keeping you from. I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, sure. Yeah, go for it. Let me hit pause. Are actively keeping you, though, from from being the best person you can be. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you have your coach now. You worked with the pained youth is, I guess, the easiest. Yeah, uh, group home. Yeah, group treatment. Home. For treatment. Okay. Yeah. Um, where, and, you know, clearly you have the heart to counsel. How hard is it for you when you're just with friends and you might see them taking actions that you would counsel somebody for? How hard is it for you to just let that side of you sit almost and you know you just have to be a friend well i'll say that like as i um have gotten as time moves on you know you also realize like <clears throat> I, I try to <clears throat> realize that i've done a ton of things which is why i do what i do right mm -hmm. so like a lot of the reasons that i coach you know you're trying to emulate a coach that really inspired you or more than yeah, one person absolutely and also i think the best coaches are ones that um maybe like i coach from a standpoint and i mentor from a standpoint of what did i need mm. you know what yeah. do i wish i had yeah so what did i not get you know, yeah. so you do that and then you know you do want to find that balance between like wanting to be a friend but also saying your piece if you feel it's needed and then also knowing when to just be like all right that's who this person is for now mm. And I can either exhaust them by telling them things or waste my energy feeling a certain way, or you can just move on. Um, if that makes sense. It I don't does. Know, that was, a, yeah, I was, that was say, a really roundabout way of answering it. But I, I've like. It makes plenty of sense. I, I basically, I remember like there was someone that we had an intervention for a while back and it worked for like a very short time. And then they almost doubled down, you know, went off the rails, this and that. And I remember being like, okay, I, I, not only do I not feel bad, I'm almost like perfect. Mm. I was able to give it my all and now I can move forward. And that person, if they're going to get help, whatever, and they actually did eventually, you know, yeah. but it, they would have dragged me down because it was more yeah. than a two years mm. of the same shit before they got, you know, kind of, um, what's the word? Uh, woke up again or kind of like made it right. their own decision dude if i did that for two years no way would i be anywhere where i am you know it's about moving on 
how do you know when to move on? Like, it seems as if, you know, as two people with big hearts. I got shit to do. Trying to build an empire, dude. That's completely fair. And that's, you want people to not, And it's not, it's selfish, but it's not. Because. You have to be selfish at some point. And that's the thing is, one time a, uh, my supervisor at this one group home, she literally had to sit me down and say, you can't save everyone. And I was actually like, no, I, I really think. And she's like, no, 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 no. You need to know that you will do every single thing in your power. Go above and beyond for, you know, whichever kid or, you know, this, you know. And this person is still going to reoffend, end up in jail, end up killing someone. Whatever the thing happens, and it's not your fault. And even if in the moment I didn't like accept it now, you know, decade later, I can be like, yes, it's absolutely true. And like, I think that, uh, I don't know, fortunately, I don't know what the word is. Maybe I don't have to describe a word. I don't have to use it. But when someone, let's say, you know, uh, dies or has something really tragic happen, it's not your fault because we all had, you know, we've lost someone we go, yeah, but what if, and it's like, no, that's not fair to you. And it also isn't fair to that person because yeah, they were going through something, maybe the darkest time of their life, this and that. Um, and it happened. And so, yeah, it almost, if you, if you say, you know, I could have been there for this person, maybe they'd still be alive. It, is selfish in a way on your own right. right. You know, it, it nullifies what they were feeling. Right. So you have to accept the awful that right. happened because that is what happened. And I think that's a, it's a form of empathy. Like I had a friend who said, uh, this is years back. Again, he, he's, this is the type of person they are, which is also probably why they make a ton of money doing things that I wouldn't even want to do or it's just like, it doesn't interest me. Yeah. But like, it's like money is an interest to them. Right. Which again, I'd, I'm, I'm going to make money doing what I love what and you it's going to, yeah. But the they have a, a where, traditional know, viewpoint yeah. of success, but they kill it, you know, meaning they yeah. literally have a lot of possessions and a nice family. And it's, you know, the goal is, yeah, dude, my, my wife's not going to work. My kids are going to have everything, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And whatever, you know, yeah. You know, wealth, they fine, wealth, fine wealth. And that's yeah. great. But he was like, yeah, man, I went to my cousin's funeral that committed suicide. And I told myself, I'll, ne- I'll never attend one again to someone that committed suicide. It's the most selfish act ever. And I go, okay. And I, I, I remember like see, trying to see that viewpoint. And then it's like, but what would it take for you to have done that? Mm. That's what, it, whatever the answer is, that's what it is. So like. That's was their best solution. I'm not saying it's the correct solution, but it it's means that that's how much pain out. they were in. Yeah. And you just made it about you. By yeah. being like, I'm never going to da da da. It's like perfect. And that has nothing to do with the family that lost a family member. It has nothing to do with you. If anything, it's like be thankful that that's never been a solution to you. That's one way to look at it. That's a really great way to look at it. And I think it also shows that that person's uncomfortable viewpoint towards death in general. And it has, you know, it just nullifies 
everything that goes into a death like that. You know, they just arrived at the person erasing themselves from the world and that's how they look at it versus Mm -hmm. the pain how we've talked about that led up to that the whatever it is Mm -hmm. that's yours and you hope someone is there on the day that you're thinking about yours and if you've again never had that thought be grateful right that's a really really great way to look at it Alan. yeah like what a great life that this isn't even wasn't even on your table at any point yeah you know because some people and you got to realize, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, they killed themselves, but do you know that it was 99 other times that they were like, oh, I'm going to have a better day. So, like, it was just the one time, and you're right, and that is why you say, hey, you know, take a nap or, you know, yeah. what. But it's like, let's say a thousand times you've done the right thing, which was not do that. Um, you know, so it's still a wicked small percentage. It's a, it's, it's and a, I know that's it's crazy. Ba- it's like, we know the, the, it's a, it's a um, permanent solution, but it's like, yeah. dude, they're batting 0. 0.001 though. Yeah. It's, Not bad. Yeah. It, it's, y- you know, yeah. It's when you look at it that way, especially because if you have a little bit of that mindset and you know the battle that they've been through, especially if it's someone who's attempted it multiple times. Right. You know, it, it's, it's a really hard way to look at it. I think what I've at least come to accept is I hope this pained person has found some kind of peace. Yeah. And maybe there are other, yeah. Or, or other people in their family too. Cause yeah. it's not a one person struggle. It's not. No. And, and especially if, you know, if the struggle is open, then people who have been trying, how you said you can't say, you can't save everyone. Right. That's a, such a hard sentence to accept. And when you can't save it i mean that goes for yourself too sometimes sometimes you have to save yourself whether that so, is cutting off some yep tendril you know some tentacles that might be a little toxic mm-hmm. or being selfish sometimes you have to save yourself and the best so in in a, in a in a more simply put way like we'll, we'll go we, can, we could go comedy but i don't want to hear you know it's we'll go basketball Dude, I want to get better at basketball. Oh, dude, we got to get shots up. You and your boy, you got to get shots up. We, we got to make a, th- I want to make 500 shots a day every summer. You in? Yeah, I'm in. All right, hey, tomorrow morning, we're doing it. All right, next day you call. Yeah, let's, you know, I'm a little tired. Isn't it? All right, you know, dude, th- eventually you don't have to invite that other person to go shoot with you. Yeah. You got to go take the shots. And I've had that where eventually I'm looking around, you know, where I'm like, dude, I, I'm already the, the best of my crew of four or five people, but they wouldn't die for basketball. There's kids a thousand times better that are already just doing this. You don't right. need to bring your you friends. You along. put the work in every day. It's it's you. How about this? You can't save everyone, but you can always save yourself. Yeah, and 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 you, and if you're waiting on someone else, man, it's just not the move. Same with comedy. Yeah. Fucking my career got so much better once it was like, all right, like no one cares. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, I'm doing it for you're me. You're not waiting for yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. or like being on oh this person got this and this person like that it's like well what do i have let's just make the best of it yeah and like and the, someone told me that who, they actually ended up quitting comedy but they were like it's never gonna go away yeah and i was like and here's the thing it actually does oh you're the, okay so. interesting you're the first person who's really i've well, you're you honestly know, the first person i think who is has said that who's still doing comedy who has said that that 
like lizard feeling goes away. Otherwise, people. It, how about this? It comes and goes. But all right, I'll, I'll like right now in this moment, I'm grateful. I'm going to do a club spot tonight, and then I someone texted me while I was uh, emptying my bowels on your toilet violently, <laughs> and I'm feeling and I'm doing a show even after that. I'm doing another show. Um, oh, are you doing the? Is it the 10 p.m. weed show? Yeah. Did McPhee hit you up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm happy that she finally found someone. Yes. Because she texted me this morning and I was like, I'm going to be a good friend and go to this birthday party that I said I would go good to. Good for you. Yeah. Right. And again, it's going back to like, great. I'm grateful right now. I get to have, even though I, you know, said no to a spot tonight, I'm grateful because yeah. I'm sitting with a great friend. I'm going to go see another great friend for their birthday party. You know, there you go. It does come and go because. I think in younger time, as younger comedy, I totally would have. I had said I was going to this birthday party. Yep. Then got offered the spot. Right. You know, one year, two year, three year, four, whatever year in. Definitely would have been like, I totally, I, can't go. I would totally would have texted the totally. person back and been like, hey, I'm really sorry. I know I just committed. Uh, but like, this show came up. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. Um, you know, tonight I wanted to do this. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be times in the future where I will cancel on a birthday party or whatever. But like yep. in this moment, grateful. And that's what I that's what I was going right. with. And you like there's always going to be you could I literally we could find something to be pissed off. We could right now go pick up our phones, go through Instagram stories and see who's where and be like that fucking they're doing that. You know what I mean? But it's just like then yeah. like that would never end. It doesn't it. So yeah. guess what? We could also do the same thing in the opposite way. Let's find something to be happy for. Dude, you're doing a good little podcast right now. It's fun, yeah. Like uh, you know We got a nice little it, ball rolling. Right. But but that's the thing, you know what I mean? Like, all right, hey, I did a set last night. I got a nice little clip. I know I'm gonna be able to cut up yeah. later from it. So if let's say something fell through right now, I could be like, Well, I could do that clip that I said right. I had to work on. So there's something to look forward to. And it was so hard to break that. And that comes with depression though. You know, you always look at the pet dude. For literally more than five years, I would be sick over how my college experience went. I had just issues. Just looking back just on with things stuff, that could have been better. Stuff, things you basketball, done everything. Yeah. Like that's why I coached. Dude, I I was literally drunk in layup lines before. Like the sport I love and that I would die for. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that now. Yeah. Yet I had it. I'm wearing a college uniform and it was cause I was just, you know, stuff was going on, Not but in like the right mindset. Yeah. And I probably should have transferred and done a few things that I was about to. And then I said, no, I'm not gonna, you know, when I just should have just went with my gut and done something else. And then you regret like, Oh, I'm better than this person, better than that person. But it's like, you have to move forward. Cause you could be, you could be someone who is literally, you could be uncle Rico. <laughs> you know, we joke like, you know, there's some like a comic friends. You'd be like, oh, Alan, you would have made that shot like joking, yeah. but knowing that like, there really is kind of like I'm like ah oh, so and so you know I'm be- I would have made a better pass you know yeah I we we've, we've played pickup once so you can ball and you you did a just a fake shot in my kitchen earlier and I was like that was good form like <laughs> even just like mimicking a J I yeah, was yeah, like yeah. shit he's he's but, he's, uh, he's got he's got the stroke but that can be scary dude to be that guy sitting on a curb with a beer talking about what he was forty years ago. If that's all you're doing, I think you know, it's meaning, the same thing of you know you saved yourself and you're not looking back anymore. You know right. you're not totally. focusing on that. You're getting up in the morning. You're putting in that work, even though the work now isn't layup lines, jump shots, whatever. The work is just being happier than you were yesterday. Yeah, dude. You know, uh, 
and and trying to still get a positive thing out of something negative you know what i mean yeah so like yeah i'll still have a dream where it's like oh dude i got another year of eligibility <laughs> like straight up you're like yeah we're get, they're they're given or like you have a dream do you ever have a dream where they're like dude you're repeating senior year of high school you've you, you didn't do this course and then yeah, like i'm walking yeah, by the gym yeah, and i'm like wait yeah. basketball tryouts i missed that like yep. guys i played and they're just like ah you missed the trials i'm like no 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 but i, I can do I'm this Al- it's Al- i'm alan yeah i can yeah, play yeah, yeah. uh so there's obviously something some level of not being at peace but it's also like dude, dude at the end of the day too. it doesn't matter meaning lebron's career is going to be over eventually like it does whether you were you didn't make it you did it like it all ends so at this point everyone that i played with that i thought i was better than that ended up going to the right college or the right situation they were all literally bad knees bad back doing our father time thing. is undefeated undefeated dude. and it goes for athletes it goes for comics it goes for poet it goes for human beings father is time is undefeated do you know a mama do you know yeah. my friend a mama's daughter yeah. it's so funny when you name someone on a podcast and you're just like this is weird that i hey i talked about you on a podcast but she's great i mean she's I, she's great, great though yeah, yeah. i mean but we have, we have the steve sensor where if you do want to shit on someone you can totally shit on someone and say their name and then i just have this sensor of of because dan hall it's a whole thing but it's okay. just this little voice of me going steve yeah yeah. So, no. yeah you a mama's great check so, her out oh mama's the best yeah uh, i've actually uh, and uh but uh i was like mama they call me white chocolate and she's like Literally, no one has ever called you white chocolate. I'm like, no, fuck that. Like everyone, and like just like, but it's just funny. Where yeah. like, you know, the famous Sacramento Kings point guard, Jason. Will- you know, that? we we have the same nickname. Yeah, but like, I got literally said, she's like, literally, no one has. I'm like, yes, they really have though. Hold on, and I'm like, gonna, I'm calling like a fifth year senior that that I work out to be like, dude, what do they call me? Be like white chocolate. I'm like, see, but like, just like, it's funny to still need that little bit of like, no, 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 but I, I still got it, you know. Because as we said about the manhunt, dude, glory days. Yeah, it's when you. There was not a care in the world except ball. For me, it was puck or base. You know, baseball too. I love like you played hockey. Yeah, you twink. I couldn't see you <laughs> skating were, around. Yeah, yeah I love. Wow. I, would, I played hockey my whole life. I really? I had too many head bonks. I was gonna try college. That's so why we had this, a similar path of just yeah, like yeah. you know, freshman year of me just being like, "Fuck, my head hurts and I'm sad. What am I gonna yeah. do?" So, it's does it, it's the glory days. It's freedom. It's it's all you care about. Like that's what you're yep. working for. Because now we have bills, we have jobs, we have comp. You know, we have life. I was thinking about this today too. This hit me. I think you become an adult when you care about your Tupperware. Okay. As a kid, you care what's in the Tupperware. Yeah. As an adult, you care about the actual Tupperware. Can I be honest? Yeah. Constantly throw out Tupperware. You throw out Tupperware. I f- I. My parents will bring over food, this and that, I'll eat it. You and throw then, that out? You if throw I, out parent Tupperware? That's the good shit. Well, no, no. See, see the moral household, we reuse takeout containers. Oh, okay. All right. So, no, That's it's smart not too, like store-bought. All right. All right. I understand be, that. Okay. You know, maybe like a good Chinese restaurant, like a solid yeah. one. Like, okay. Not That's, upscale, right. if that may, But, you know, you know, you can reuse that. Yeah. yeah Dishwasher yeah. safe. That's, but, yeah. Dog, I thought you were throwing so out. So I don't like, feel bad tossing it I out. thought you were throwing out like glass Pyrex. Oh, it absolutely, though, comes from a place of just being lazy or, or not even lazy. It's overwhelmed. It's overwhelmed. Like, I, I throw of, dude, things dishes out. Dishes are hard. But I'm overwhelmed, dude. Like my car will be super waxed and like really nice looking. Right. And then I'll have some stuff in the back seat 
just like, oh, basketball and some sneakers and this and that. And then all of a sudden, three days later, it'll be double the amount. And someone will be like, dude, your car's a mess. And I'll be like, me? My car's immaculate. And then I'm like, oh, shit. It does look like a mess. Does that make sense? And also, what, like, you become okay with the first initial mess. And then you add a little bit more. And then you become okay with that. It's like how, if you don't shower. But then when it's time to clean up, tossing stuff. Well, it grows, too, where all of a sudden you look back and you're like, oh, this is not the mess that I remember. This is now actual garbage. Yeah. Yeah, you man. just become used to it. You so like knows overwhelm me, which is what I've accepted though. So back to you said, oh, adult, top boy, this and that. I also think being part of adult is it is knowing that it's okay. Like, so they have a service. I don't use it, but I'm just saying, like laundry, for example. Mm, yeah, That's one of my things that my whole life has been seems like an insurmountable task. I have a pile of clean clothes, like on my bed or on my floor, and maybe a pile of dirty clothes. It's okay to be like, okay, laundry is a quote-unquote trigger for my, uh, you know, a thing that will just be hard to over. Yeah, Guess absolutely. what? Hire someone. Hire, you, take that little bit of, take that money, and it is worth it to have someone come, do your laundry, put it away, and paying them that while you can go do something else The peace of mind better. that brings you, absolutely. Exactly. It's so worth like, it. Ep- like, I have a car wash membership. Mm. I get my car washed all the time. But I love having a clean car. And the cost of it is the same as two car washes a month. So if I go to the car wash three times in a month, which is not even close to the amount I go, it's worth really? it. Interesting. So okay. when someone else, I remember someone at work at my old job was like, wait, you know, 50 bucks a month, do the math, Alan, that's X amount of year. I'm like, what do you spell on, spell on alcohol? 50 bucks when you go out once? They're like, yeah. I go, okay, I don't drink. Next question. They're like, that's a good point. And I'm like, yeah. So now I get to say my car is always clean Mm -hmm. i feel good about it yep and it's worth it to me so that one little anxiety thing of having a dirty car you know i didn't grow up with nice cars it's like maybe you call it overcompensation whatever but it's like guess what i'm the clean car guy whatever it is and absolutely worth it i totally get it i grew you know eyewear was always like prescription i never was allowed prescription sunglasses because my sister lost a pair so Mm -hmm. you know as the younger brother whatever reason yeah so now I am totally okay paying the extra coin for the eyewear that I want, whether it be nicer, whether it be a weird style, because that brings me that same peace of mind of like, right. I want like, this is something that will make me happy a, and also B my eyes you need to see. So you car, you got to get to a to B Mm -hmm. and you want to do it comfortably. You want to do it in style and you want to do it cleanly. Yeah. And that's going to bring you that peace of mind. Yep. Same thing. And I, I totally drive everywhere. Get that. Right. I don't yeah. drink. So I'm, I, I can always drive. You can all, uh, that, I, I don't again, there's you're not doing often. Ubers. Like it, your car is, yeah, absolutely. If you're spending, you know, so much time as comics do in their car going to road gigs. Right. Absolutely. And the fact that you don't drink too, that you're, you can always drive. You never got to do it. I can just go, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like no matter where I am. Yeah. I've done it. I did a show in Vermont once. Yeah. I met people there. Like a couple of comics, we didn't yeah. all drive together. We got a hotel and everything. Part of the gig, like I didn't pay for it. It was just like part of the payment. You get the free hotel, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah blah. We're all hanging out. It's like three in the morning, and like you know, we're winding down, but we're still chilling. And mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of I'm sitting there, watch TV. Like I've even been laying down, and I'm just like doing the math. Like all right, we wake up at nine. Do the math. I'm exactly. Home at, it. I'm home at two thirty p.m. If I hit the road at nine. You leave now, but 
yeah, I know I'll probably roll over and want to sleep till 11. Because even though I say get up at 9, I'm going to got the trouble waking up. So, you know what? If I left right now, bro, it's just like, you know what? I want to wake up in my own bed. Guys, I'm leaving. And they were like, what? I'm like, yep, I'm leaving right now. Middle of the night. Take it easy. Thank you. They're like, really? I'm like, yep. Dude, I drove home through the night. I got home. It was, the birds were chirping, but it was still a little dark. It was like yeah. 7 a.m. And guess what? I slept till 1 p.m., but then I woke up in my bed in Rhode Island. A great feeling. It was feeling. so worth it. Especially after, you know, doing a road gig it or whatever, like so getting back it, to your own bed. Because what would have happened is the feeling. whole next day would have been gone. Yeah. I would have got home at 5 p.m. or 4 p.m. And you spend the day driving. So I'm totally okay with like driving through the night, you know, going to, you know, I recently did a spot in Maine, you know, three hour, three and a half hours up, three and a half hours back. Not one, bad at all. One nighter. Dude, in my nice Knock comfortable it out. car. Yeah. Dude, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. It's what is the car? Uh, I don't want someone to fucking come rob me. Oh, I meant, I, I, I wouldn't oh, ask for your fucking license plate. No, 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 what no, kind no, of car it. is it? Uh, I have a, a Lincoln MKZ. Nice. All wheel drive. Nice. Lovely. It's older. It's an older model, but I, I keep it super waxy. Doesn't I, matter. If there's a little spot of paint, I touch it up. Like, dude, I, I keep it where it looks. That's your baby. People are like, wait, that's 2010 it. or whatever, you know, but yeah. like, uh, it's my baby. I just got the seat replaced, meaning it's literally the cover. Like it's an aftermarket thing, but it's a replica of it. So just like picture taking off the ripped leather seat and just Ooh, putting and just a like new a one new one. Okay. So, so yeah, you, you treat like treating it well. If I get my wheels chipped, like let's say, you know, I had a curb, curb, yeah, yeah, whatever, I did that which I would day. never do. I, uh, I did but it let's just say it happens. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I've done it where like I'm literally on eBay later that night, just like new wheel. Like I'm not fucking riding around. And, yeah. You know, just it's, because it's, it's your it's car thing. guy. And like, that's what brings you yeah, yeah, yeah. To, again, that peace of mind. And I taught a couple of my players how to detail a car. Oh, that's awesome. So now like I originally did it with them a few times. Yeah. And now though I can be like, Hey, want to make some money? Boom. Bring them all the stuff. Genius. Hand it to them. And they just do it. Like, Oh, that's fucking smart. Slip them like a couple, you know, yeah. Some dollars. Yeah. That, that's uh, really good. That's a smart yeah, idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're at over an hour now. I don't want to keep you too much longer. Yeah, but, all good. Uh, top five meets again. To, top to, five meets. To close that out from the beginning. Ready? Yeah, you go. Filet. Okay, filet mignon. Prime rib is next. Good. Okay. Um, We're going to go. So. We're going to go Hash. As in corned beef, corned beef hash. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm and we're saying it's extra crispy, there. obviously, because yeah. that's the only way. It's so funny how if it's not extra crispy, it goes from being the best thing in the world to dog food. That's that I was gonna say. That's what the bacon I like a little chewy. The corned beef hash has to be. It's crispy. literally dog food. Yeah, I've gotten it as a side and asked, "Hey, can you do extra crispy?" Because I know. Because I don't, don't want dog. Because usually that... they do that way. But I've had it where they didn't, and I remember I was, I was actually with Laura, and it was at a certain place, and I just was like, looked at her, I'm like, they didn't do an extra. She's like, I know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not sending it back. Yeah. But it, I truly didn't touch it. Yeah, of course. Because the whole thing was mush. Yeah. Not even just like a little. It was just like. No thanks. It was so unappetizing. No mush. It was almost just like heated up. Yeah. No By the mush. way, canned corned beef hash. I'm telling you, it's fine. Okay. It doesn't need to be homemade. Canned corned beef hash. Boom. Crispy. Okay. So it, I went filet, prime rib, canned corned beef hash. Um, I'm gonna go. You said meats, meats again. We meatball, we're, we're counting, so we're corned beef go, hash, we're counting. We're gonna go classic, um, just chicken breast. 
Okay. Chicken Interesting. Breast. Okay. Chicken is really number one in the Moro household. Versatile. You can get a it, lot of it. My whole life, there's a little funny phrase. You know how you have like a running family joke? Yeah. One time my little sister said this when she was four and it's lasted of for, for 30 years. <laughs> of course. Um, one, day, one day, it was like an adorable but like snarky bitch thing. She goes, dad, what's for dinner? Chicken and what? Meaning we didn't even, she didn't even know we were having chicken yet. But he's just, like, just, what the fuck? And by the way, it was chicken and other things. But we just always seem to have like chicken, some chicken, chicken legs and, and whatever, you know. Yeah. Hey, what's for dinner? But she said it like almost like, ang- hey, what's for dinner? Chicken and what? Chicken and, and what? And it was just like so funny. <laughs> um, chicken and but what? But yeah, chicken is the best. Uh, and I'm more we're of a gonna- thigh guy personally over breast. Interesting. But I just think it's more flavor. Is but it, anyway. It is more flavor. And I'm just going from a health standpoint. Fair. Meaning for survival, I could do just chicken breast and something else. Chicken and what for the rest of my life? Chicken and what? Uh, and we're going to go, because I want to throw in a little food fact for you. I'm going to say bacon. Okay. But bacon, as I learned in my college nutrition class, is not a meat. It well, is, I'm sorry. It is a fat. Bacon what? Bacon is not considered a meat. The Like, it's a it's just lard? It's a That's- fat. But what, what? How? It is meat, but it's what not. What is this? It's not meat. It is, but it's not. All right. It's good. It's delicious. That's why I put it at five, and and I love it. But it, bacon's not a meat. It's not in that category. You know, now it's that, not a protein. Now that you say it's that not while meat. I'm eating it. Yeah, yeah I can kind of see that this is fat. It's the skin. It's it's you know, yeah. All right, I'm going to recap the beef ribs, the. Uh, fucking meatball, the, why am I blanking? Oh, and the porterhouse. Uh, I'm going to go pulled pork. Oh, good one. And then five, I'm rounding it home with the hot dog. Okay. I like that. Dude, pulled pork is probably, that should have been my number one. What the fuck <laughs> am I thinking? I, I, the other white meat, what am I doing? I'll have you back. We'll make you some pulled pork, buddy. That's um, awesome. This will not come out by the time you're at Off Cabot in four hours, so I apologize. It's but okay. Headlining Nick's Comedy Stop, August 26th. It's a Saturday. Oh, yes. Perfect. I can put that link in there. We're, yeah, we're, I'm, we're just working our way over here at Hooker Boy Studios through the Nick's summer lineup, and yeah, I'm loving it. That's um, great. So August 22nd, Alamo. 26th. 26th, sorry. 20 seconds is probably like a Wednesday now. <laughs> yeah. May, do something on a Wednesday too if you want. Do something on August 22nd. But on August 26th, Nick's Saturday, Comedy Stop. Nick's Comedy Stop. Al, Al Moro headlining. He's going to be awesome. Buddy, thank you. Thank you so much. So much for coming to hang. Appreciate it.